Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. My name is Aaron Order. Welcome to the dark side of the Force, Padawan. Just had to be feeling weird. What's up, Kyle Chaos? Not much here in order. Wait, let me. You just caught me like I just finished washing my hands. Let me. I get trying to dry them because I don't want to damage the phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let me. Okay. Got this. Okay. And then. Uh, got me on a buzz version the show because Got my check from uh work, so that was pretty nice. UK and EU reached a deal. 
okay, what's the deal then? Yeah, free trade deal. Okay, so like, what's so? What is the deal? Cause like, uh, what is the what is the what is the EU in the deal and, and winning the deal and what did uh, England win losing the deal? In general, I think when the EU wins, the people lose, and when in this situation, <laughs> the people of England at least lose. And, uh, <laughs> when uh, England wins, I think the people of England win. <laughs> uh, that website was being a fuck boy. So, um... so what does that mean? Uh, it was just they put up some thing on my screen and then I couldn't exit out of it, so. So, can we look at the article or can we not look at the article or? I'm going somewhere else. Okay. Well, it says trade agreement comes after months of negotiations and still leaves critical details to be worked out. Okay. So what has gotten worked out then, I guess? Uh, British exports will still be subjected to some border checks, adding costs for companies and causing potential delays at ports. Okay, why are these border checks so important to the EU people? Like, why is that such a huge win for them? <laughs> like, is, I mean, see, does that just sound like another power thing, like, like this coronavirus bullshit? <laughs> To like make people, hey, if you come to our EU border, we're gonna make you go through all this crap and stops and all this and searches and like, why is it, why is it so good to the EU to do that to people? <laughs> I think most people would want to do trade with England more than the EU just to not have all those stupid border checks and, and searches and stuff.
Jesus Christ, where are the fucking details? Uh, new arrangements to govern a vast cross-channel trade valued at more than $900 billion in 2019, free of tariffs and quotas. Okay. That, that makes sense. That sounds like a good thing. <laughs> at this point, England really seems like the good guys, and the EU really seems like the bad guys. Boris Johnson said we've taken back control of our laws and our destiny. I think they have. <laughs> he says for the first time since 1973, we will be an independent coastal nation with full control of our own waters. All right. Uh, it says, but to get there, the prime minister had to make significant concessions especially on rules that cover state aid to businesses and European rights to continue fishing in those waters. Okay, so like, what, what did, what did uh, he have to give up? Uh, Britain will subscribe to level playing field principles, hewing closely to European Union standards and regulations for the foreseeable future. Should disputes... Okay, well, yes. that's not that bad of a loss. Yeah, should disputes arise, they will be settled through arbitration rather than the automatic penalties that the European Union had been demanding. Okay, that's good. Sounds like a good win for England. It says the European... Okay. Uh, hold on, I gotta call you back. Someone brought this bike for me. Okay, we cool. Alright, I'll call you back.
They all want to break your heart, isn't it? Yeah, because it seems like they all went in the same line, you know, and one doesn't change. Yeah. They were all doing the same thing.
Denise, I got to get it all the way fifth year. She'll probably stay in third regular year ratio. These two years. Don't, we'll don't tread on. But that's a lot set up. But it'll rise to good.
Hello? Yeah, Kyle, I'm back. Okay, we cool. Okay, so we're talking about a thing with England and uh, the EU, and we left off at, we're talking about, okay, so the EU doesn't have to do, or the England doesn't have to do as many border checkpoints, but they have to keep uh, the level playing field thing of the other countries. I'm not sure what that Well, the EU has to have equal, like, uh, play. Yeah. Okay, so that, that sounds, that sounds cool. Yeah. Okay, so what's after that? It says, in fishing, the last issue to be resolved and the most politically sensitive, the sides agreed on a 25% reduction in quotas for European nation, Union nations to be phased in over five and a half years. Okay. Well, okay, why do they want quotas from EU nations? I don't get that. I don't really get it either. Okay. Uh, anybody who knows this issue, please contact... Uh, who knows this issue better and can explain what's the deal with the... Why does the... I mean, I'm guessing... Why does England want quotas on certain things? Uh, I mean... We don't understand that, why they want that. Yeah, contact us at P-A-N-T-H-E-R-57481 at AOL.com. Yeah, and then the deal does not cover services such as London's mighty finance sector, which account for about 80% of the British economy. Okay, wait, say that again? The deal does not cover services such as London's mighty finance sector, which account for about 80% of the British economy. Okay, so how would, how would the, the finance sector affect the EU? Oh, like no, I guess it doesn't sure. because it's not included. Okay. Okay, I'm... Um, we're really confused about what the EU and, uh, and England are, are fighting about. We really, as Americans, our media is supposed to, it just doesn't cover this, and we really need to understand this more. And uh, if people in England, if, if uh, their media is covering it better than, than we, maybe I need to listen to more BBC to get what that's about. But when I hear the BBC, I haven't, I haven't heard them talk too much about it. So I don't know. I gotta, but I gotta hear that more. Uh, and I don't know when I'll listen to the BBC again. But uh, this is the only time I hear the BBC is uh, late at night. They, they like have the BBC. They have them on at one in the afternoon. If I can catch them at one in the afternoon, or if I can catch them like uh, at uh, like they have them after mid from eleven at night or midnight till. Two in the morning. I mean, I don't want to usually say we keep listening to them after two in the morning, but from midnight to two in the morning, uh, I can hear the BBC. But that, that's the only times I pretty much can get the BBC, and that's when KPPC in Pasadena broadcasts it, or, or KDB, PBS in San Diego broadcasts it. Would want to know more about this stuff.
Yeah. Jeez. They better prove my damn meds today, man. Fuck. What? Uh, what happened? Like, they need to approve medicine I got from my doctor. Okay, so... You had it or you didn't have it? No, I have it. It's downstairs in the nurse's office. They just haven't approved for me to take it yet. Which is bullshit. Like, why do they have to approve or not approve of it? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it either. It's like, it's from my fucking doctor. I don't get what the holdup is. And these rehabs just run things really lame. Yeah, this is the first time I've really chafed at the rules. Yeah, yeah. Besides well, their rules are pretty lame, man. I mean, they really have some lame, lame way of doing things, and they're really trying to get you to get into all the bullshit things about the real world that they've created. And in the real world, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get the whole idea of like what makes the real world so bad. And I came up with some examples, like the herb trip like really gave me some good examples of what makes the real world so bad. You know, it's like the woman in our house that keeps calling the cops on people, that makes the real world bad. And then the cops run around, and then the cops again run around. Well, first, gangbangers shooting people makes up the real world a bad imprisoning place. And, you know, although, you know, yeah, gun is the only thing that makes, you know, like, if, if the real, you know, if the real world is bad as it is, then gun is the only thing that can give any of us people without money a chance to fight against the government is to have, you know, guns, so... It's like, I, I don't, I just don't know why the gang people have to go shoot people over something so stupid in the first place, and that just makes the real world really lame. And uh, what else makes the real world uh, really horrible and imprisoning? Uh, the, uh, you know, cops going around and fucking with everybody, and everybody, you know, everybody's so afraid the cops are going to round somebody up here because they're, whatever they're doing, you know, it's like, this is fucked up, and like, the, you know, helicopter were flying around our house for four hours today, last night, you know, looking for somebody, and where everybody's just paranoid, it's like, because it's like, you know, the cops are rounding up everybody that's black, so everybody in the house is paranoid, except for the three people that have connections to the cops here that, you know, they're like the only people that aren't paranoid. And one of them is like, oh, oh this is so exciting. Ha ah, ah, look at the cop chasing the guy. Ha ah, ah, you know, and just fucking, let me take some pictures. Woohoo! You know? And it's like, god damn. But it's like everybody else is like, it's not one of the people that doesn't get affected, you know, that, that's not one of the people that the cops definitely aren't going to fuck with in the house. We're all just like, God, are, are, we, gonna, are we the next ones that they're going to take? You know? Yeah, pretty much. Although, you know, the ones that are friends with the cops need to be rounded up. Well, yeah, but that's, you know... You know I mean, they just need to be killed. I mean, I wouldn't want to round them up. All you got to do is just go where they're at. Kill them, you know, just fucking go where they're at, shoot them in the head, stab them, do whatever it takes to get them out of the way, 
and then we uh, can can have the the kind of world we want to live in. <laughs> now at this point, now we have three. Because uh, like, I really think, like uh, I really think, you know, like if if uh, I think uh, this new woman is like Terry's replacement if Terry leaves, or since Terry's mellowing out on this thing, it's like. Terry hasn't been the one doing the shit for Bird as much lately. So now I think this new chick is the one doing shit for Bird now. Yeah, but... Uh, that's pretty much the end of that article. Okay, that's a... We, us people in, in the U.S. really need to know more about what's going on in England, because... Uh, Unless we hear the BBC every goddamn day, which, I don't know, I just need, there's just too many days that I don't want to watch the news at one in the midnight to two in the morning that uh, I don't hear the BBC, and so I don't really know what's going on in England, and it really sucks that our American media doesn't cover what's going on in England that good. Yeah, like uh says for the next article, all is not calm. <clears throat> uh, Congress scrambles after Trump blasts COVID nineteen relief package. Yeah, yeah. Now, it looks like the latest, latest thing I heard on the news this morning. I mean, I guess they're saying we're probably not going to get uh, this money until after when Congress gets back in session and. After New Year's. Yeah, probably. So, uh... Like, again, uh, the terms that Trump demanded... Like, the terms that Trump demanded are increasing direct payments to Americans and decreasing foreign aid. Okay. That's, uh... I can kind of agree with that one, actually. Those are actually pretty good terms. But, I disagree with them because it... People need the money, whatever we can get, and this is just like playing more politics, it seems like, so, I don't know. But yeah, his terms are good, but it just seems like he's playing politics, because the whole time, like, he could have done this way back in November, when, you know, they were arguing before Thanksgiving, and here it is, now we're waiting until after Christmas and New Year, it's like... And if they don't enact this within the next two weeks that Trump's in office, it's not going to get enacted. You know, we're not going to get this extra money. So, Trump, if you're going to do this, they got to come to an agreement in the next two weeks after January, or else I don't think we're going to get as much money. And it says correctional facilities are COVID nineteen hotspots. Why don't they get vaccine priority? Yeah, I mean, I I kind of agree with that. I think they might need. They should be able to get the priority. Yeah, I mean, well, no, but then no, because that's just an argument for killing prisoners, like the Tuskegee experiment. So. Yeah, no, that's okay. 
What the hell? At least you're not, you know. That just sounds like you're just trying to kill, you know, and especially because who's in the prison? Black and Mexican people. So forgive everybody in the prison for the biological warfare. We'll kill a lot of, you know, in the, you know, this is like Hitler's final solution shit. Oh, Trump pardons Roger Stone. Okay, I can picture that. Yeah, me too. He committed his sins before, but he's like, nah, I'm pardoned. Raining already? Damn. And then he's okay, well, also pardoning. It's supposed to be good for the next couple days. Uh, when I heard the weather last time, and now I guess it's going to be. Uh, that's gonna be bad, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's already started raining and shit. I guess well, it's gonna be bad FM reception for us in LA. <laughs> yeah, he also is pardoning Paul Manafort. Okay, I'd picture that too. And Charles Kushner. I'd picture that too. Well, I mean, I don't, he didn't go to jail yet, did he? Because he's, he's Trump's uh, son-in-law, right? Let me see. Paul Manafort, who was sentenced to more than seven years in prison after being convicted of bank and tax fraud, in addition to other crimes. Well, that just isn't someone I, I'd pardon. And Charles Kushner is the father of Jared Kushner, who serves as a senior advisor to the president and is married to Ivanka Trump. Yeah, okay. I knew that had something to do with Trump. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I'd picture all that. Yeah, the real estate billionaire served two years in prison for tax evasion and retaliating against a federal witness. Well, he sounds like a douche, too. Well, you know, there's a lot of douches in the administration, you know, it's like, uh, I think, uh, I don't know. I just keep, I, I just think some, somebody should do a comedy routine about, uh, certain financial companies, you know, say, we put the douche in fiduciary. But now the, the, the Trump government has a lot of uh, douches in, in all these fields of business, so. Yeah, I gotta agree. He's pardoning people that have committed crimes, like blatantly. The only yeah, one that I know was bullshit. Him, you know, like, this doesn't look good for his administration to have so many people working for, for a president that has been in office for four years that have committed such heavy crimes and shit. He also pardoned someone named Mark Siljander or Cylinder. Okay, what did he do? Uh, former Republican congressman from Michigan and once a deputy U.S. ambassador to the U.N. In 2010, Cylinder pleaded guilty and was convicted of lying to FBI agents 
probing his tie to the now defunct Islamic American Relief Agency of Columbia. Columbia Man, Trump ML. has a lot of friends. Like, pardons all these really sleazy business people that just, you know, lie to the FBI and do all these sleazy business deals. And they just did not make the Trump administration look good at all. And that's the end of that article. Okay. And then Trump vetoes defense bill. Trump vetoes defense bill setting up congressional vote to override him. Okay, this is the Senate. Uh, which bill is this? The the, uh, the Corona relief effort, or no? I think it's the NDAA. Okay, that's the National Defense Authorization Act. Act. Yeah, but that was a really crappy act in the first place. This is, I think, you know, I mean, this is funding for wars, you know. Isn't it better if we don't fund these stupid wars? And, I mean, I don't know, like, I mean, I think we've covered this already, like, why why it didn't get funding, right? Mm. So what the bill, I think we've covered what the bill did, right? Well, we've talked about it in the past. Like, I know I've talked about the 2012 one that allowed indefinite detention and shit like that. Yeah, that's what I mean. So this is the same bill, right? Yeah, it's just uh, the... Fucking, you know, it's just the renewal every year. Okay, but this still shouldn't ever pass in the first place. I think, you know, like, this is... Yeah, not with indefinite it, detention of American citizens, and if you're accused of being a terrorist, they can lock you up. Yeah, no, so I think it's good if this bill doesn't ever pass. You know, like, why are the Democrats so holding on to this bill? It's a, it's a really fucked up bill for the American people. Wow. For Christmas, my true love gave to me hand sanitizer because it's 2020. Okay. If a girlfriend gives you that, that would be like, 
that means that's like the kind of shit that would start a fight. You know, like <laughs> that is the thing. But they're saying they're saying people are getting for goddamn Christmas. That is the like. If you want to start a fight tonight, give you know give your boyfriend <laughs> hand sanitizer. But damn it, if you don't want to start a fight, don't give your boyfriend hand sanitizer. What I mean, us men don't want. None of us like germaphobes. If you're a germaphobe, we think you're unsexy and we want to really hurt you. I mean, mm-hmm. really fucking hurt you. A germaphobe is not gonna swallow your load or take it in the pussy with a pop shot. No, but these are chicks that don't want us, that don't want to, that don't want to, uh, yeah, but these are chicks that don't want to do that anyway, and that's why they're pushing the hand, all these chicks that are pushing the hand sanitizer and the mask and all that shit are just chicks that don't want to fuck us anyway, and we hate you, we want to see you brutally murdered and abused, and that's what you deserve. (laughs) Then millions of Chris May arrive late due to overload at the postal service. Okay. Okay, we believe that. That was, I guess, all designed to, uh, to the, uh, fuck up the election and none of it's been undone. And okay. We're, uh, okay. Everybody's gifts are going to come late. And then shock and dismay after Trump pardons Blackwater guards who killed 14 Iraqi citizens. Yeah, no, that is a fucked up pardon. Those people never should have been pardoned. Yeah, like, I think I remember Trump. hearing about that back when I was, like, fucking a kid or whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's like, that was under George W.'s administration, and that was... Um, those dudes were fucked up. I mean, the whole, we should never have been in Iraq in the first place. You know, this, this is, was just screwed up. I mean, one of those dudes, he looks like a sociopath, man. Yeah, but, you know, most of the people, most of the military people are trained to be that way. But I'm a sociopath, really. <laughs> I'm just a sociopath that's a coward and doesn't have enough guts to do anything right now, but I am a sick I I want you know, I wish I was as brave as the people who really have the warrior gene and really do this because I, I really think that I really think serial killers philosophies are rightful correct philosophies that most people should subscribe to. And then here goes the like, story. Like if, if you hear like 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 John Wayne Gacy's philosophy on life, or, or uh, the son of Sam's, uh, Sam Brickle, or Dave Berkowitz's uh, philosophy on life, they have a pretty right on philosophy on life to me. Don't know who those guys are, Kev. Yeah. 
But uh, the next story is Ohio cop's body cam shows he shot unarmed black man within 10 seconds of encounter. Okay, that's uh, pretty damning evidence to that dude. Uh, yeah, let's, let's hear more about this article. Well, it sucks that he got paid administrative leave. Yeah, yeah. Body camera footage shows a Columbus police officer fatally shooting 47-year-old Andre Maurice Hill less than 10 seconds after finding him in a garage early Tuesday. The officer who shot him is Adam Coy, a 19-year veteran of the department who has since been placed on paid administrative leave. Which news thing are we on anyway, right now? NPR. Okay, we're doing NPR. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that dude's uh, pretty screwed up that shot that black dude. And COVID relief bill could stave off historic wave of evictions. Okay, well let's uh, let's hope that happens because uh, at this point people shouldn't be being kicked out of their houses uh, with all the stuff that's going on. And it's screwed that, that afterwards they're still going to have to pay you know all this debt and all this shit. I mean they should really just weigh everybody's. You know, put off all the money, you know, you owe me money type shit until after this corona, until way after this coronavirus shit ends and then really forgive all the debt for that people owe on rent. Because this is just a heavy situation that you can't just expect people to pay money when their, 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 their uh, livelihoods have been taken from them for the past nine goddamn months and then you tell them oh well, you owe us all this rent plus interest because you didn't pay it for all these months you can't expect people to pay that yeah when they're just waiting on fucking getting you know they're waiting on getting their jobs back and shit yeah yeah And then uh, Putin promotes homegrown COVID-19 vaccine, but most Russians are skeptical. Okay, well, we're skeptical, skeptical on these uh, American pharmaceuticals vaccines, too. So uh, nobody wants to take any of your country's biological warfare. <laughs> yeah, it says more than half of Russians say they don't want to take it. Yeah, yeah. 
And then trusted messengers. Trusted messages. How to overcome vaccine hesitancy. Oh my god. Okay, so like these are the bullshit artists telling everybody to take this biological warfare going, this is how we can get people to take our biological warfare. So let's hear how they're like trying to make their brainwashing sound like it's not brainwashing. <laughs> yeah. Because the, the, the people against vaccines, you know, like since I've been re- researching this stuff in 1994... They have pretty good argument. The only bad argument they have is the one on the uh, uh, that it causes that the vaccines cause autism. But in general, most of the anti-vaccine arguments are just better arguments than the pro-vaccine arguments. So, like, what are the the weak arguments they're going to try to push to get everybody to take these shots? Oh, so you want to look at that article? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this is because, like, this is, we're teaching people, this is how your media is lying to you and and pushing really bad arguments and saying, these are really great arguments, you know? Let's see, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services booked an unusual guest interviewer for one of its public health events. This fall, Shulem Lemire, the first Hasidic singer to sign with a major record label. <coughs> right on. <coughs> I mean, I've heard their music has got soul. <laughs> Yeah, Lemire has no particular ex- expertise in public health, but he grew up in Brooklyn, how t- home to many um, ultra-Orthodox Jews like himself. He's seen as a trusted messenger in parts of the Hasidic community that despite suffering a disproportionate number of hospitalizations and deaths from COVID-19. Oh, so Jews are really fucking getting the fucking coronavirus. Sounds like biological yeah, but- warfare to me. Um, so blacks and yeah, Jews yeah, get I mean, the most. That's part of it. I mean, that's that's part of the thing. Is why why are more black and Mexican people? I mean, but sorry, okay, it's like this has been designed so that okay, if you have a certain I don't know, like like the people, like this is where the media arguments are. are okay, because more blacks and Mexican or black people and Mexican. I hate because I'm I'm sounding like damn you Nazi when I'm trying to do that you know, be that way or sound like that way, but more black and Mexican people are getting coronavirus because they're more of them are essential workers and also because there really is a prejudice in the hospitals on who gets treatment and who doesn't. And uh, since who gets treatment and who doesn't, I mean, there, there really is a prejudice on this. So, that's why that's happening. But, uh, at the same time, it's, so, I mean, I can see that that's why that's happening. And, okay, I guess, 
Yeah, I mean, Jews aren't really in that position of uh, being essential workers, so that doesn't make sense. Why? Why are they? So many of them getting the the disease, but okay. So this dude's like a, a Hasidic singer who's on a major uh, a major record label who's trying to push the government's official bullshit on people. That's what it sounds like. I'm not sure, but. Oh, okay, so yeah, come on. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna get one for my nephew too if I can find one cheap enough. Yeah, they're gonna charge more than I've got that for twenty bucks. Go to uh, Salvation Army place. They got bikes there. Salvation Army. Yeah, that one cost me 20 bucks. Yeah, that's what they cost at the, uh, where you donate shit at. Oh, that was Bruce Wayne. Okay. Yeah, so go more into this article, like, what's, how, how's this dude trying to give everybody the government's, the media's official bullshit line, or government's official bullshit line on this, the Democrats' official bullshit line on this? Uh, in the end, the interview never aired. HHS changed its mind about having entertainers explain COVID-19. I'm back. We're back. Yes, okay. he was back. Yes, he was back. Yes, okay, back. so we're on the... Which article we on? We, we were doing the one about... Uh, we're starting an article, and we probably ran out of the thing before we got to the article. It's the one on... What is it? Uh, the... Migrants burned down asylum camp in Bosnia. Okay, so they were going to take down the, the, the camp in the first place. So I was thinking of homeless camps, but uh, if you don't have a place to live and this camp is the only place you can live and you have to live in a tent and then they take down all your tents, it's like the homeless people in this country where and it really bothers me because I'm hearing these anti-homeless activists on... Uh, like last week, it was on a a station from Utah. I was getting the faraway stations at night, and this Republican in general station from Utah is interviewing some uh, anti-homeless somebody that works for a group that's supposed to help homeless people, telling them that homeless camps are bad, and it's good that the government's tearing down the homeless camps so you can force them to sign up for their programs. I didn't look around on the street. I don't, I don't want to be forced to sign up for your goddamn programs and to make a contract with the government to uh, do anything. And, uh, you know, if you guys are, are going to push that that we have to be forced to sign up to your programs and 
if we don't, you know, that it's okay to tear down our, our, our camps or whatever to make us sign up for your program. That we shouldn't be able to, you know, sleep on a bench or whatever because we should be to sign up for your program and forced to accept your services. It's, uh, and sign contracts with you. It's, uh, that's, that's not cool. And I really hate these anti homelessness activists. I mean, I remember when I was uh, in Washington, oh, there was this one really lame cunt named Jennifer from Ballard, Washington, that was an anti-homeless activist that just, somebody really needed to kill that bitch. And uh, <laughs> the uh, anti-homelessness activists were making her seem like a great hero for the lame suburban people in Washington. And... Uh, <laughs> it, it was just really fun. And then uh, France forced to postpone health dictatorship vaccine legislation. Okay. So, yeah, let's go into that one. I think uh, I think that's pretty important. Like, why were they forced to cancel their biological warfare shit? <laughs> A radical bill proposed by the French government that would see unvaccinated people refuse basic services such as public transport has been put on ice after a massive backlash. Yay! So, so yeah, let's, let's hear about the backlash. The proposed mandates, the, the, well, the proposed law mandates that citizens have proof of a negative COVID test or preventative treatment, including the administration of a vaccine in order to access transport or to some locations, as well as certain activities. Okay. <laughs> However, the government has been forced to delay the legislation after angry protests. Yay! So keep protesting in France. You're, you're, you're stopping a change for the worse. Keep fighting at it. Because in Europe, they're making the changes for the worse worse than over here. And, and so anybody listening to us from Europe, fight these changes for the worse that... Uh, your governments are trying to put on you because of uh, coronavirus. All right, ready to go to the next story? Yes. Uh, amend Constitution to prevent Trump or anyone like him having power again. Okay, how and how are they going to word this? <laughs> Is it against anybody in the populist? <laughs> Fredo wants Biden to point at Trump's ass the whole time during inauguration. Okay. CNN. Is this the same thing we just read the headline for, or is this a totally different story? It's a different story. CNN. Okay, Chris, let's go back to the other story. The one we you just read the headline, uh, because you like kind of went 
passed it way too fast. Oh, I just read this. Okay, but he wasn't, he wasn't seven. Amend Constitution to prevent Trump or anyone like him having power again. CNN. Okay, who... Who is... How are they going to word this amendment? Like... Gotta say more they than don't just have one like that. It just says Fredo says pointed Trump the whole time during inauguration. CNN's Chris Fredo Cuomo, well Chris Cuomo, and guest Anthony Scaramucci suggested Wednesday that the U.S. Constitution should be amended to ensure Donald Trump or anyone else like him can never become president and wield the power of the executive again. Okay, does it say anything else? Like, how how they word this, this constitutional amendment? Uh, they want Biden to do the amendment. Okay. Okay, but... Which he I doesn't mean, have the power to do. Like, are, they to to stop, are they trying to stop populists from becoming president? Or what is the thing that they're trying to stop? <laughs> yeah. What's up? Okay. Give me a second, Kyle. Got a verbal warning for missing my well being late to my case manager appointment, which was totally yeah. my fault. So I can't really bitch about it. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, okay, but like, does that mean like, what is the thing that they're saying that you know this that someone like Trump shouldn't be president? So like, what is? What about him don't they want somebody to be president? You know, they don't want a populist, or I don't get, like, what... How are they going to word this? How are they going to get Biden to word it so that someone like Trump can't be president? Who are they trying to not let be president? You know, like, what's the characteristics of Trump that they don't want to have the next president be? You know, or whatever. I don't get it. I don't get it either. It doesn't explain, like, how they would do it. Yeah, because, I mean, the wording would have to be very specific. 
And I'm not sure exactly what specific wording these dudes on CNN are, are talking about. Would, would, would want Joe Biden to have to uh, put in this, in this initiative or whatever. Uh, it's just them fucking bashing Trump. It's, it's just some bullshit claim, you know? Okay, but what are they bashing him for? He has proven himself in just the last 24 hours to be the worst. Like, it's, it's nothing specific. They're just, he's bad. You know? Okay, but that's what I mean. You've got to go to the specific characteristics of somebody. If you're saying this type of person shouldn't be president, then what are the characteristics that someone has that they shouldn't be able to be president? Well, like uh, they say right here, I predict he goes to the inauguration, Chris. I don't see how he misses that. He's an attention hog. He'll try to make it about himself, and so my guess is he'll end up at the inaugural, and he'll leave a with a lot of wreckage. Okay, but so, to various degrees, every president has had that kind of uh, narcissistic tendencies. So it's like if you if you tried to work against anybody who's a narcissist being the president. That would make pretty much every president that ever was not be president, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're just bashing him. They, they aren't like, he did this specifically. Or, or you can't have a white president anymore. It's like, they, they can't make anything happen like that. Okay, so, then why is InfoWars even covering this? They're just covering the stupidity of the mainstream media, you know? Okay, you know, I mean, I guess that's it. I just wanted to read the first few sentences. Well, no, but I was just like trying to figure out, like, why is this an article? And it's like, because I mean, this is like what the media does every day. And it's just like, okay, you're like showing that. In some news, in some things, there is a, uh, a, uh, I mean, I think they really can say there really is a left-wing bias in the media sometimes, which, I mean, I think over the past four years, that's really been the case a lot, which I didn't used to think that so much, but, uh, the way I've heard news covered, there has been a lot of it, I've also seen a lot of right-wing bias in media coverage, too, so it's like, it all depends on the story on which type of bias it's going to have, and every story has some type of bias in it, but yeah, this is one way that you can prove, okay, in this kind of story, there's, whenever you talk about, whenever people talk about Trump in general, there's been a left-wing bias in a lot of artists, you know, like, in every story about Trump since he's gotten elected. You know, I think you could probably say that. I think the Republicans really 
have some ammunition with that nowadays. Alright, the next story, airline officially launches COVID passport ahead of global deployment. Oh God, which airline is this that, well I mean, which airline is this that we don't want to fly? I mean, I can't, don't want to fly any airline because I don't want to get the stupid real ID, but you know. The experience gain helps prepare for the eventual global deployment of the travel pass. Singapore Airlines has become the first carrier to officially launch a COVID passport, which will display the vaccination status and COVID test results of passengers. So, uh, is Core Airlines an American company or are they European? Uh... Singapore. Or some other country's country. What? Singapore. Okay, well, okay, so Singaporean government is uh, the first government to push this uh, type of you shouldn't be able to fly unless you can prove to us that you've gotten the uh, biological warfare. Yep. Right on. Yeah. Fucked up shit, brother. Gonna have to get a right pass. Yeah. Fly first class. I'd probably say this now. Just thinking, my brain's thinking of something else. Not even topic. Brain stuck in older topics that we've covered like a long time ago today. Yeah, Trump vetoes NDAA insurrection act still on the table. Okay. I want to know what the insurrection act is. Okay, well, let's look at, let's look at that one. That sounds like a pretty important article. 
Uh, that's a video. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, never Well, that's just a bad idea. The new confederacy? Well, I don't think that's a bad idea. I mean, uh, I had a friend of mine explain I did an article in uh, high school. I did a, a report in high school where I was showing that when we left, when we, cause, like, when our country started, we were under the Articles of Confederacy. And when we went from the Articles of the Confederacy to the U.S. Constitution, the Constitution was mostly a document to take away our freedom, with the exception of the Amendments and the Bill of Rights. Uh, the rest of the Constitution was pretty much designed to take away our freedom. And uh, when the South... Thought, and I've gotten in a lot of trouble. Like people have accused me of being racist for saying this, and I'm, I'm I don't believe in white supremacy. I don't believe in in uh, you know slavery. I don't want that kind of shit. But I've been accused of being a racist for saying this statement that uh, the uh, when the South was fighting to get out of the Union. They wanted to have a confederacy. And I really think if we if we have a revolution, we would be better off having a confederacy than uh, something like the, the Constitution we have now, that when you look at the main parts of the Constitution before the debates and the amendments, Every part of the U.S. Constitution was designed to take freedom away from us as a country that we had under the Articles of Confederation and as states that we had under the Articles of Confederation. Yeah. So they might have a point. Yeah, I guess. And then uh, Ron Paul, government, not coronavirus, is killing small businesses. 
Okay, well, that's true. Okay, well, let's go back to the last one, because I want to hear, like, what what are these dudes saying that they want to start to better better see about? Because that, that kind of sounds like, if they're going to start one, what's their reasoning? Says there are many in DC pleading with anyone that will listen to that see this moment for what it is. U.S. history has never witnessed the repercussions we face of if Joe Biden opens the Pandora's box of the New World Order's final stages in the Oval Office. Historically, there does seem to be a pattern here, though in Germany in the 1920s and 1930s. Communist groups were highly active and initiated street violence, riots, and even assassinations. This lured many Germans in fear of being overtaken by a communist regime to support national socialism. The other side of the coin when it comes to tyranny, in other words, to defeat the communists, the public supported the fascists. And the fascists ended up being just as bad as the communists. Yeah, no, that's kind of what we're under when we look at Trump versus Biden. You got the Nazis under Trump, and you got the communists under Biden, and both sides are pretty fucked up, and a lot of people are willing to support a Nazi like Trump to uh, not have the communism of Biden. And, and it's uh, pretty sad, like, what's... what's uh, what's happening, the two choices we're kind of forced to uh, settle for, you know, which is why I couldn't vote for either candidate. And it says that the communists and fascists were funded by and managed by the same global elites. And that's the same thing that's happening here. So very correct. <laughs> And it says, I do suspect that a similar strategy is being implemented within the U.S. today, and that part of the agenda of globalists hell-bent on getting their great reset is to foment civil war in America while controlling or manipulating both sides of the fight. Okay, but if that is the case, if we have a civil war, which, okay, at this point, now that Trump has left office, 
I really think at some point when Joseph Biden becomes as fascist as it is, the Antifa people will be smart enough, hopefully, to fight against Biden. And I think if we have a civil war in this country, I think it's going to be a good thing. I think uh, we need a civil war in this country to overthrow this this uh, this uh, duopoly that we have right now. So I think if we have a civil war in this country, that'll be a good thing for us. I think that's the only thing that will be able to overthrow this uh, this uh, government that we've been has been fucking with me and my friends pretty much my whole lifetime. Under both the Republicans and the Democrats. Alright, ready to go to the next article? Yeah, yeah, let's go to the next article. Yeah, Ron Paul, government, not coronavirus, is killing small businesses. Okay. World Health Organization deletes naturally acquired immunity from its website. Wait, 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 wait. Let's go back to the Ron Paul, because you just, like, kind of passed over that real fast in there. Whenever he says anything, I want to cover it, because I really like him as a politician. While governments have terrorized small businesses, they have typically deemed the big chain stores essential businesses so they can remain open. Yeah, <laughs> that is what's happening. Does he say more than that? Yeah, a video of a confrontation between Ventura County, California health officials and restaurant owner Anton Van Happen has gone viral. The health officials were ordering Mr. Van Happen to close his business because he allegedly violated California's ban on outdoor dining. Mr. Van Happen asked the health officials if the government will pay his employees and his rent while his business is indefinitely closed. Uh-huh. Mr. Van Happen is hardly the only small business owner who worried about how to pay bills during the lockdowns. Many small businesses operate on a narrow profit margin, so being forced to temporarily shut down or limit the number of customers they can serve is a virtual death sentence. Yes. The lockdowns have already caused as many as 200,000 small businesses to permanently close. Uh-huh. Hold on a second. I think you put up a new chore list. Gotta see what my chores. Again? Fuck, man. I just had this last week. Kitchen. No, this week was trash. Like, the week before that was fucking kitchen. Like, me and uh, Tyler had it. Uh-huh. 
exception. <sighs> I'm back. Got the damn kitchen uh -huh. duty again. Uh -huh. Now I'm gonna have to get up and do the damn dishes before 10 a.m. Uh -huh. uh, people didn't do them today. I might leave something overnight, but I'll get it in the morning. Uh-huh. And uh, while governments have terrorized small businesses, they have typically deemed the big chain stores essential businesses so they can remain open. The lockdowns are thus another government policy that gives big businesses a competitive advantage over their smaller competitors. Yeah. Mafia-style business war. Yep. The benefits big businesses get from lockdowns including fewer competitors, more customers, and a job market with more workers competing for fewer jobs may explain why many big businesses are not fighting the lockdowns. Instead, most big retail chains are requiring their workers and customers to wear masks. Many big businesses may soon deny service to those who refuse to receive a COVID vaccine. Yeah, I'm very worried about this too. God damn. One would think that progressives who claim to oppose policies that benefit big corporations like Walmart, Target, and Amazon would oppose the lockdown. Sadly, even many progressives are unquestioningly parroting the COVID propaganda and demonizing those who dissent. Yeah, this is really bothering me. I mean, I'm really bothered by what I'm hearing on KPFK. Really, and some people <laughs> on KPFK aren't pushing the bullshit, but I've heard too much. Um, I, I just seem like a lot of the people that call themselves progressives that are, in general, are calling themselves socialists are going along with this because this is the kind of communist dictatorial type thing uh, and it's like, of course, I knew you'd go along with that because you're social. This is why, since we've lost our freedom in the past nine months, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna vote green or peace and freedom again until we get back our freedom. Because I'm, I'm seeing the people that call themselves socialists all going along with this uh, taking away of our freedom and. Uh, it's like, of course, I knew we were going to go along with taking away our freedom the whole time. That's why I don't want to be a socialist.
Hold on a second. Somebody just responded to my thing. Somebody's calling me. Come okay. on, Carl. Let me put you on hold. It's my mom. Yeah, we cool. Yeah, what's up, mom? Yeah, how did you get that? Facebook Marketplace. Wow. Yeah, like That's I had my that. friend like uh, work on the front brake because the front brake was sticking. So, yeah, he fixed that and uh, the bike runs good. That's a girl? Yeah, it's a pink one. Pink and black. Oh, wow. Yeah, 20 bucks. Oh, that's wonderful. Mm. Um, I guess so. I, um, it's just the whole thing. Yeah. I just have a couple small things for you because, you know. It's been really bad this year. Yeah, I know. It's alright. Everything's been so bad. Yeah, you have to let me know what time. Uh, I could come like at like uh like one or twelve. Okay, probably about one, so everybody can have a chance to get up and stuff. Okay. Okay, then. I'll talk to you later. Oh, wait. Um, Like, did Tia want me to... Because I don't know if I'm going to be able to... Uh, get Christian a bike, because I'm talking to people, but... 
I don't know how soon I could get that. You think I should just take him to Walmart and get him some uh, Papa Truck toys that he wants? Yeah, you can tell him that. He, uh, I got him some different pictures because I had done it months ago. And I had put down on it because he had asked for it. But after that, now everything has been going so bad, I didn't have the money to get nothing else. So he got something, so, well, okay. Uh, we got this bike out here that was Kayla's own size. Oh, so he has a bike? Uh, it's just, it's like that, but that wheel in the back, it needs pumped up. Oh, like, uh, what size is it? It's a small bike. It was Kayla's. You don't know what size the tire is? Huh? You don't know what size the tire is? It should be, um... I don't know. None of that stuff. Just take a measuring stick. Like, stick. Um, I don't know if it just needs pumped up or not because it was just sitting there. And I don't know if the frogs did anything to it. It's outside. It's out in a, you know, outside. Oh, right. Maybe you could check a, uh, when you come. Do y'all have, like, a wrench or whatever so I could, like, take the wheel off and I could take it to the Walmart and see what size it is? Yeah. Um... I don't know if it just needs pumped up. It might just need pumped up. But I don't know. Oh, alright. Like, do y'all have a bike pump? I thought he, uh, yours was here. I don't know where it is. Yeah, I don't know where anything is. They keep moving stuff and taking stuff. And stuff will be there and I go back and it's not. So. Yeah. I'll, um, I don't know, it's a small bike, it's not a teeny bike, it's the bike after that, you know, it has training wheels on it, um, I would go out there and check, cause you can get the tire, right? Yeah, I can get the tire, I got paid from work. Okay, um, here. I'll go check and see what size the tire is, okay? Okay, I'll call you back, okay? Uh, but... Oh, I'll text you the size. Uh. Okay. What's up, Kyle? I'm back. Okay, I'm still here. It's, uh, I'm trying to think, were we in the middle of an article, or? Uh, not really. We were towards the end of it. Okay, okay so, like, where were, where were we in this article? Like, uh... Well, there ain't much more to read. Uh, uh, by slowing down the development of herd immunity among the population, the lockdowns could put those truly at risk in greater danger. 
Lockdowns have also had negative effects such as increases, increases in drug and alcohol abuse and increases in domestic violence. Meanwhile, many school children are deprived of the opportunity to interact with their teachers and their peers. Instead, these children are subjected to the fraud of virtual learning. Resistance to COVID tyranny is growing as more people figure out that lockdowns and mandates are both unnecessary and harmful. This resistance was largely started by the small business owners faced with a choice between obeying the government or making sure they and their employees can feed their families. Small business owners have been leaders in recent anti-lockdown protests across America. Eventually, the resistance will grow to the point where the politicians will be forced to either double down on authoritarianism or admit the lockdowns were a mistake. Either way, those of us who know the truth must resist the COVID tyranny until government officials no longer terrorize small businesses for the crime of serving willing customers. That's the end of the article. Okay, well, Ron Paul is saying some major truth there. And, uh, was that Rand Paul? Ron. Okay, so Ron Paul was saying some major truth there. And, uh, I'm trying to think where my head's at on, on, on this. If I've said everything I wanted to say, or if there's something in my head that, that one of the last things you were, they were talking about, uh, it's basically it. It's just uh, pretty major truths, and uh, we just got to fight this uh, kind of uh, crap. Yeah, I was thinking. I know what I was thinking. I was thinking about the Constitution and uh, the difference between people that were. So I'm trying to finagle this motherfucker into giving me a, giving me this boy's bike. Giving you what? Because like they say that the bike has all of its parts, it just needs to be assembled. No, that's I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to buy anything that needs to be assembled. I hate buying things that need to be assembled. Well, I have the tools to assemble it. Okay, just. I know. Like, if it isn't already assembled, it just seems like it's going to be such a pain in the ass to make it. Then why would you want to go through it? <laughs> nah, because I could pay my friend to assemble it, or I could do it if it's the parts. The main parts are fucking simple. Okay, we'll see how simple it is or not. <laughs> I just remember, like, somebody bought me this, or somebody gave me a laundry basket for Christmas that had all these plastic parts you had to assemble to put it together. 
and it was such a pain in the ass. I'm like, how the hell do you expect me to put this crap together? Sounds like they're willing to drop it off. What's dropping off? Drop off the bike. Oh, okay. To where are you gonna drop it off to? No, like they're gonna drop it off. I'm seeing if they'll drop it off like after Christmas and I can just give it Okay. Give it to my niece, well my nephew. Right on. Oh, they just contacted me back. Uh, and then proposed Trump changes to government accountability have swamp reeling. Wait, say that again? Trump proposed what? Proposed Trump changes to government accountability have the swamp. Okay, then what's this about? Oh, OMB considering changes to budgeting process under which agencies must spell out policy goals and show progress, well, show progress in achieving them. Okay, so why does this have uh, the mainstream politicians really? <laughs> because you won't get money unless you're proving that you're achieving the goals that you set for. Okay, but I mean, I, you, 
you'd think that, that mainstream, you know, even mainstream Republicans would support that if they're, like, really serious about saying they want to cut people's taxes. Yeah, that would cut a lot of taxes, because, oh, you, your government program ain't producing results. You ain't getting no more money. Or you're getting less money. <coughs> yeah, yeah. That's, uh... But then again, what kind of results are they trying to pr produce, too? Because, like, a lot of times it really bothers me when something says it's supposed to, pr you know, get some kind of results, and the results that the people want is forcing, especially, like, something to help the poor... And what the government people want is forcing everybody to live, to see through uh, the rich people's perception of how everything is and to live the way they want them to live. And, you know, like sometimes it's better if some of these people's results don't happen because what those results would mean is a bunch of people really having to live bad lives because a bunch of rich people want to force them to live bad lives. In order to get that 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 handout or whatever it is, you know, it's like that's why in general I don't want to sign up for government programs. I don't want to. I don't want to sign contracts with the government because there's always a string attached to every handout. It seems, you know, it just seems that way. Yep. Ready to move to the next article? Yeah. InfoWars covered that too. Migrant burns down. Migrants burned down asylum camp in Bosnia. We already covered that. Yeah, we covered that. Shutdown looms as bid for $2,000 relief checks fails. House. Wait, what was the first part of the article again? Shut down looms as bid for two thousand dollar relief checks fails house. Okay, uh, did we already cover this, or should we? No, they we covered this, but not in that way. Okay, let, let's hear how they do it. Let's hear how they do it then. Like they didn't say specifically that the house, you know, failed. They just said that they're negotiating. Oh, okay, okay. So how did yeah, how did the House thing fail? House Can Democrats on Thursday failed to replace the $600 direct checks in the latest pandemic relief bill with $2,000 payments demanded by President Trump this week. 
which House Majority oh. Leader Stanley Hoyer sought to pass by unanimous consent only to be blocked by House Republicans. Okay, so basically the mainstream Republicans went against Trump in this one to make sure that we couldn't get a bigger uh, amount of money for our, our stimulus checks. And so if there's any chance of us getting the big amount of money, then something has to be done through Trump uh, in the last two weeks he has in office after, after New Year. Yeah, something like that, because the Democrats didn't pass what they needed to pass. Yeah, no, I mean, they stalled it, and then uh, now Trump's kind of stalling it, but, I mean, it's really, I'm just looking at it as, how long can I leave this place when I get my stimulus check? (laughs) And, you know, am I only going to be able to leave here for five days, or can I leave here for five days, or whatever? (laughs) Did you hear me? Uh, you, you got a bail? Yeah. Okay. I'll call you back.
Alright, and we're back to the Cow Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. And let's see if there's anything else on InfoWars worth covering. If not, we're going to... How should I say my name now that I'm thinking about it? I should probably do it like the... Uh... At this point, maybe I should make it sound like... Uh, SMV team of 60s. Hi, I'm Kyle Chaos. I just say whatever goofy way I'm thinking about at that moment. Yeah, no, but I'm just like realizing it's like I'm not expressing an emotion. So, you know, like, how the fuck should I sound just saying my stupid name? <laughs> I'm Kyle Cam. That just sounds so like cheesy and man. I am a stupid inner I'm a stupid media person. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like when I started the podcast before you got on. I was like, I'm in order. Welcome to the dark side of the fool's battle. Yeah. Like I say, like true proponent, proponent of the dark side of the force, which is really Lucifer's angels, not experience. Pretty much, There's a bunch of divisions in the army, and uh, they have their personalities too. <laughs> and All check those this out. Living in the, in the, uh, all those beings living in the middle dimension that uh, give me the uh, vision for my uh, <laughs> my uh, trips or whatever. Yeah, check this out. Authorities wrestlers to enforce mask wearing in public. Yeah, that's cute. Like uh, one of the DJs wanted everybody to dress like uh, this band that dresses up with Mexican wrestlers, uh, Lucha Vaboom. Which was a band that played one of the hamper rallies. We had some hamper rallies in uh, West Hollywood, and uh, I think some in West Hollywood and one in Long Beach. And, and one of them had Lucha Baboom, which was like there was this band that they dressed up like Mexican wrestlers, and I guess they had chicks that dressed up like burlesque chicks. And but the Ooh. music was so fucking horrible. It was like. This, these dudes playing like Max and Nice and uh, doing a really loungy, bad sounding version of, of the Doors. Like, uh, I'm trying to remember what Doors. I think it was like Love Me Two Times. Like, Love Me Two Times, baby. Love Me Twice today. And it's like putting the Doors and making it sound like Frank Sinatra. You never saw a group of stoners run out of a theater so fast at one time. Like, that music was so bad for when you smoke weed. It's like, God damn it. It's like, in, in this DJ, it's like, yeah, we want to look just like the people at Lucha Vavu. And I'm like, 
we want to be like those dudes with that really bad sounding music that just didn't work weed at all when you're at a at a, at a, at a uh, medical marijuana benefit and we're all stoned and this music just does not work with weed at all and we're running out you never saw a group of stoners running out of a theater as fast as when that group came on stage <laughs> like the only people that could have liked watching them was gay dudes you know like it just was some very gay seeming act I don't know what it was man but it was like god damn Like, we were just all running out of here. Let's go to where they were everybody smoking urban like, outside. Because, God, that's what's horrible. Like, this did not work with urban weed at all. Man, I so don't get why I didn't think she was hot when I was younger. Damn, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got some nice titties. Big old juicy ones. Sorry, I'm distracted. It says, uh, we are being told the scary mutant COVID in South Africa is even more dangerous than the super COVID in the UK. Okay, well, that's, uh, that's screwed up. I mean, it's just screwed up that they How the hell did the, the black people... How the hell did the travel from South Africa now, too? I guess they're doing now banning travel from UK. Like, if you come from the UK to New York, they'll make you pay a $1,000 fine for, uh, not going along with the quarantine. And from everything I've heard, Africa has been taking the pandemic better than anybody. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But okay. Like, well, they've said that uh, Africa should, should, we the third should we go through the third corner? Where's your head out on this one? Nah, it's just like, uh, we're all going to die. Woohoo. Yeah, man, I'm going to think of the same way. Yeah, we're all going to die, so what the hell. So I guess my parents are the only ones I know that have been affected by this, this coronavirus out of everybody I know. Like, uh, the person that cleaned my parents, the maid that cleaned my parents' house got coronavirus. And the, uh, uh, some, some chick from my parents' Bible study group got coronavirus. So they're the first people that I've talked to that I know of that have ever been affected by this, I think. You know, really. <laughs> yeah. I've known two people that were infected. Uh. And a New York City mayor will send police to home or hotel of every traveler from UK. Yeah, yeah, no, this is, uh, this is a scary thing. If I was a traveler from the UK, I would want to, like, okay, give me the fine, put me in prison, let's see, uh, you know, to fight against this change for the worse. Yeah, more changes for the worse. You just, you don't need a doctor. You need the police is what you need. Because you were infected, because you're gross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's got to suck. It's like, 
I just came back to, to the state and now the cops are at my door every fucking day. Like, what the hell? Like, I gotta live like this? What the hell? And then the World Health Organization changes definition of herd immunity to eliminate pre-COVID consensus. Oh, that's not good. God damn it. Okay, so yeah, we better go into this one. This sounds really important. Like, what was the original definition and why are they changing it to this new definition? While this government locked down, you know, so they can keep everything locked down. Mm-hmm. And then Christian actor Kirk Cameron hosts... Wait, 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 wait. Before you go in, let's go back into this one. This last one, because this sounds... Uh, well, it's not that big. It's just they changed the definition of something. It's like, what else is there to say about that? Yeah, no, but that's it. So what was the original definition, and what did they change it to? The new definition is asserts that herd immunity can only occur via vaccination, where before herd immunity comes from people getting infected, and then eventually so oh. many people are immune to it that it eventually can't spread anymore. Okay, so this, they, they changed the definition of herd immunity to push biological warfare. Yeah, like you can't get herd immunity without being vaccinated. That's yeah, what they do. Okay, so, uh, Which is not even makes sense the, under the definite what herd immunity even sounds like. Okay, so like we gotta go back. Now every time they talk about herd immunity, we gotta say now what did the original definition of herd immunity mean? So like what's the original definition of herd immunity? Well, you want me to say it? Yeah, the original definition of herd immunity. Now since they're changing it to something else. Yeah, herd immunity is where, like, um, so many people get infected and get over it that they develop antibodies that the group can't get it anymore because there are too few people to spread it. Okay, so herd immunity means, because now they're saying it means something else, the original meaning of herd immunity is that so many people have developed antibodies that this, this uh, disease has died. Yeah, the it's disease not, died because it doesn't have enough carriers that can get sick. Yes, died because there, there aren't enough carriers. So the herd becomes immune. They're trying to change it to, to that because enough people have gotten shots is the new definition that they're trying to put the herd immunity. So now, for now, on every time we do a herd, an article that says herd immunity, we got to say those that 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 comment. So that people know exactly what we're talking about, that the original definition meant that. Not what they're saying it means now. Yeah. Alright, ready to move to the next article? Yeah. Christian actor Kirk Cameron hosts mass free caroling event to protest Cali COVID mandates. Oh, right on. 
Where is this at? California. Where in California? Uh, at the Oaks Mall, right next to the COVID nineteen testing center in Thousand Oaks, California. Yeah, right on. That's too far away for me to get on get on the bus because I'm like, and I'm getting to see Valley on the bus is not not the easiest thing in the world from LA. <laughs> so, uh, but damn it. I mean, I'm in solidarity with you dudes. If you guys have a demonstration in the LA area, I want to I want to go to it. If somebody's putting on a, a uh, an anti lockdown demonstration in LA. I want to go to it. Mm-hmm. Well, you just gotta get on the internet, really. You'll be able to find. Yeah, I know, but I'm I'm not like. For someone like me to hear about it, you gotta go on some radio show. Like, you gotta find somebody that's uh, an anti-vaccine person to go on their radio show and talk about this stuff. Wait, I'm trying to look up some. What are you trying to look up? Well, it says on November 30th, hundreds of, including former UFC champion Tito Ortiz, I think it doesn't mean gathered because that hasn't happened yet, so they're going to be at Huntington Beach for a curfew breaker protests. Well, right on. Hey, hey. 
again, too far away to get out get too easy on the bus, but uh, right up. <laughs> Only do long bus trips like that for uh, for uh, meeting a chick. <laughs> I'll go to Huntington Beach to meet a chick who's willing to fuck me, but not to do a demonstration. <laughs> yeah, unhinged Democrat admits to Hannity. Well, to Sean Hannity, we don't want to unite with you. We want to destroy every last one of you. Okay, well, um, it depends on who the Democrat is, because some of the Democrats are very similar to Sean Hannity, and some Democrats aren't. So, like, who's this Democrat that said this? I just know where his head's at or nerve, but somebody I don't know anything about their voting record. <laughs> Because I don't want to have anything to do with Sean Hannity or his shit. Because, yeah, I mean, to me, he really is a fucking pig. <laughs> I don't even want to listen to his show because it just gets me pissed off too much when I listen to it. So, whenever I hear his voice, I instantly change the station. <laughs> well, it just says David. It doesn't say a last name. What's his first name? David. Okay, well, I, you know, like, why take him down because he said that? I mean, there's a lot of us really don't, we really want to, I want to take out everybody. Anybody who's like Sean Hannity, to me, really deserves to be killed. <laughs> but they're not saying Sean Hannity should be killed. They're saying every conservative American should be killed. Yeah, but the thing is, like, I feel that way in a way, but then some people call themselves conservative, and to me, they're not conservative. You know, like, some of these patriot dudes that they call conservative, I think they're really revolutionaries. And some of these, like, the libertarian dudes that are, that are conservative, I think they're really revolutionaries. And, uh, I mean, in general, to me, the term conservative usually means these fucking assholes that you want to kill. But since... You know, I got turned on the libertarians, and especially since the Patriot Movement in the 90s, a lot of these conservative dudes are really revolutionaries. I mean, even some of the, I mean, as much as I disagree with neo-Nazi philosophy, uh, some of those dudes, really the main thing when you talk to them that they're upset about is what the government has, what the, the, both the Republicans and Democrats have done. And, uh, they believe a lot of ignorant shit, but it's like, they have in common the idea that the government is, has become something really fucked up and we need to overthrow it. It's just the, they're ignorant about a lot of shit. But some of those dudes even seem really like revolutionaries to me, just with a lot of really ignorant ideas.
see. Oh, Google orders scientists to strike positive tone over AI. Why? Why are we supposed to think that artificial intelligence is a good thing? It's taking jobs away from people. It's, like, not a good thing. Nothing wrong with that, Kyle. You could just get a job programming the computers. So they can continue. Yeah, I know. This is lame. A bunch of people are going to lose their job because they don't want to be a part of this bad, high-tech future that they want to push on us. Google is demanding that its scientists strike a positive tone when discussing artificial intelligence and other technologies, according to Reuters. So they're like, you are making this shit. You better have a positive attitude about it, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, Google. Google. What else is the article taking? This sounds pretty important. The Alphabet Inc. subsidiary has launched a sensitive topics review procedure, which requires researchers to consult with legal policy and public relations teams before researching topics such as face and sentiment analysis and categorizations of race, gender, or political affiliation. Damn. Okay, this, this just sounds like censorship to me. That, that's pretty fucked up. Obviously. Hmm. Plague Island media uses xenophobic anti-British cartoon to depict COVID. Okay. Um. Why? I'm, I'm getting like why? What's 
I don't get like what the what's the story about? Cause it's kind of confusing me already. A cartoon that is basically racist against British people is called Plague Island. Okay, but like, like what's so bad about making fun of British people? <laughs> well, making fun that they have a plague that's going out of control and developing new strains, that's not cool. I don't know, but, you know, it's like, I mean, I guess that's kind of a white racism in a way, but it's like, big deal. Like, if you can't make fun of British people, who can you make fun of anyone? I hate this idea. Don't make fun of certain groups. It's like, you shouldn't be able to make fun of everybody. You know, like, every fucking group has something that's hilarious, that is funny, that you can joke about. And why is it like, oh, you shouldn't dare make fun of these specific group. And British people are like the one group that, hey, they're white, you can make fun of them. You know, what the hell? They have black you know, people. Like, idea. You can't make fun of even, like, white British people? Like, what the fuck? They have black British people. What? There are a lot of black people that live in England. Yeah, I know, but that's what I mean. It's like, you... I mean, I'm not saying everybody in England is white or whatever, but it's like, that you can't make fun of the British. Like, they, it just, I have a hard time with this idea that you can't make fun of any group of people. But you can be able to make fun of any every group of people that there is. You know? I mean, I know as a person, you know, like, I'm somebody that anybody can make fun of because I really do have a lot of really weird... You know, I am a stereotype. I am a stereotypical stoner. So anybody can make fun of me as a stereotypical stoner who grew up in the valley. You know? I guess, Kev. I sit and I embrace the stereotype. You know? Americans sing Star Spangled Banner as mall cops assault and arrest anti-lockdown protesters. Right on. That sounds, uh, you know, to me, that's a patriotic thing, protesting lockdown. So I can take uh, singing the national anthem for that, because that's... Because really, just everything that being an American is to me is being affronted by this, this this lockdown to me. I mean, I really don't think we're, since for the past nine months, we haven't been America. And, you know, this really bothers me. I think everything that we celebrated the 4th of July for is like not who we are anymore since this lockdown. What'd you say? I'm saying uh, that everything that this lockdown is is about for the past, you know, how many months we've had it. I guess I know it's a lot of a lot of months now. Because it's like against everything that I thought we were selling the celebrating the Fourth of July. You know that our country was about. 
you know, the being an American was, and it's like, and I won't forget the men who died to give that rap to me. Sorry, I'm just fucking oh, with no, you. No. That, that song just makes me want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather sing the national anthem than that one. God, I, I just hate that song. That's just like... I remember like hearing somebody do that at American Idol at the time. A friend of mine was in jail for uh, selling legal uh, medical marijuana. And it's like, when I'm hearing somebody sing, I'm proud to be American, my race can go up free. It's like, no, we're not free. If a friend of mine's in a concentration camp, because he sold legal medical marijuana, we're not a free country. True. It's like, God damn, this is ridiculous. It says black Twitter loves Trump after $2,000 stimulus announcement. Wait, say again? Black Twitter loves Trump after $2,000 stimulus announcement. Okay. Yeah, that just sounds like a publicity thing from, uh, for Trump, but uh, it's okay. Man, my brain's still stuck on my reaction to Lee Greenwood. I think I just started laughing because I was really high, and I'm like, this is the ultimate joke. This dude's singing, I'm proud to be an American. And a friend of mine's in, in, in a concentration camp right now. Like, to me, that was just like the ultimate hilarious joke that I couldn't stop laughing about that whole, uh, I know, for about five minutes, I think. And then Maxine Waters wants Secret Service or military to march Trump out of White House. Um, I kind of like semi go along with that sentiment. If he doesn't agree to leave, I think somebody has to march him out. University orders for winter break, but discourages travel due to COVID. Yeah, no, that's kind of, uh, again, kind of, what would you call that, an oxymoron? Or, know, yeah, I think that's an oxymoron. <laughs> Yeah, 
And World Health Organization claims new COVID mutations substantially more infectious. Okay. Um, should we go into that more? Or, I don't know, what do you think about this one? Well, we kind of already talked about it, like the difference between the UK COVID and the okay. South Africa COVID. Okay, so I think it means we're all going to die. Okay, so we're all going to die. Yeah, we're all going to die. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next one. Dominion security director files lawsuit against Trump and conservative media. Wait, who's doing the lawsuit? Dominion, the voting machines. Okay. No, no. Do we care about this one or not? <laughs> no, it's just a moving on one. It's just like that's cool. Enough. Yeah, I think that's a moving on one too. This is like, okay, we'll see how much they can sue those dudes, and no, no, no. it's kind of another weird ass lawsuit. And my dinner. And then Moderna and Pfizer and BioNTech scramble to test COVID vaccines against new mutant strain. Wait, say again? Moderna, Pfizer, and BioNTech scramble to test COVID vaccines against new mutant strain. Okay. That's, uh... I don't know. Is that, I don't know. Is, is that another move on story? That we're just like, okay, big deal. They're they're trying to see how good their biological warfare works. I don't know. I just yeah, don't care about this. This vaccine is just bad. Whatever the fuck happens, like I just don't care. You know, it's just they shouldn't make us be taking the, the damn shots. Yeah, I agree. And then hospital workers turn down COVID vaccine. There's too much mistrust. Right on. Should we go into that one? Nah, it's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. 55% of Americans 2020 has been a personal financial disaster. I bet it has. Okay. Should we go, should we go more into that? It's just saying 55% of Americans are going through hell. Okay. Yeah, now this is... They're saying this is as, as bad as the Great Depression. The effects of the government lockdown. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, no, that's that's uh, the latest uh, impact numbers as far as how many people are unemployed. This is as bad as the Great Depression in the 1930s. That what we're going through is a combination of the 1918 flu pandemic and the depression of the 1930s. Damn, so it's a wombo combo. Yeah. Fucked up. 
And then InfoWars is fizzling out. Ready to go to Google News? Yeah, let's go to Google. Let's go to Google. See and tickle my brain noodle. Let's go to Google. See how much I watch these things. Picture the, the way these stupid politicians are probably talking about how they're going to take away our freedom tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Hey. Hey, hey, Kyle, I'll call you back. I'm going to go play some Bones. Okay, way cool. I'll talk to you then. All right, peace out. Peace out. I go to Google and take my news 